Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of Stars and Strikes TV. I'm your host, Anthony Basha, and hey, this will be the last episode before the World Cup roster releases tomorrow. Super excited to get it out. Um, today, basically, there's been some leaks now. Since I waited so long to record this episode, I've been busy. Sorry, can't always do it. Um, but I will be predicting what Greg's final roster will look like. The whole thing hasn't been leaked yet. Um, but I will also take you through who, how I think he'll rotate throughout these games. As well as I will give you my roster at the end just because why the heck not. Um, so yeah, thank you for tuning in if you're listening. Make sure to follow me on Twitter and yeah, just support the podcast, review, whatever. All that good stuff. Um, yeah, let's get right into it. So first up here, goalies. Um, I, I feel like this one, the top two are pretty self-explanatory, so I'm not going to go too much in that for an interest of time. Matt Turner, Zach Steffen. Um, I'll talk more about who I think will start, but, you know, Turner... Um, Getting cup minutes at Arsenal has looked very good. His distribution still has some work to do, but has improved a lot. Still showing that elite stop shot, <clears throat> excuse me, elite shot stopping that he showcased in MLS has only allowed one goal in all his minutes so far, and one and I excuse me zero from open play as one was a penalty kick. And Zach Steffen, Steffen's starting to regain form here for Middlesbrough since his loan move from. Manchester City, so I think those two are the obvious two. Third, I think there's three options here. Greg could either go Sean Johnson, Gaga Slonina, or Ethan Horvath. Uh, I think he goes Sean Johnson. I think he brings a veteran. Third goalkeeper doesn't matter. You could either go Bess, Horvath, young guy for experience, Slonina, just, you know, traveling to Cutter and all that. Or you could go with the veteran Johnson. And Johnson, you know, he, he had some pretty good performances for New York City SC this year, but also some pretty bad ones. But he'll probably come in as a leadership role. If he's playing, we're in trouble anyway. So that's who I got for the goalkeepers. Next up, let's go wing backs. Um, so I think starting right back, starting left back, pretty obvious. Jedi Robinson, Serginio Dest. Um, I don't see a way, barring injury, knock on wood, that these two are not the starters for the U.S., but the question now comes to depth. With Vine's injury, we do not have a pure right back who's capable of backing up this level. The calls for Jogo have gone away, hasn't been able to break into Real Sociedad's first team. Tolkien is an option, maybe. Um, I mean, other than that, like, Bellows proven he's not, you know, national team level yet. Um, He's not even getting minutes in Bundesliga 2 now. So I, I think who he brings, and this has been a leak, uh, actually, is Joe Scally will be on the roster. He could play both sides. So can Serginio. So there's enough cover at left back. Um, you know, full-time started out in the Bundesliga, beating out Liner, which who's a very good player. Uh, he deserves to be here. I know there were some questions as he wasn't featured as much during World Cup qualifying as you would think a Bundesliga-level player would be in this roster. But, hey, he's here now. That's all that matters. And he's he's playing pretty well, picking up some good form. So, that. Um, and then the next one is Yedlin. This one hasn't been confirmed or leaked yet. And, uh, I mean... It's kind of a crapshoot once you get so down right backs. You could bring um, Yedlin, as I said, 
Or you could bring Reggie Cannon, who's been being used more in center back, back three at Boa Vista. So he, he has some versatility there. Uh, Shaq Moore can also play both sides and has been doing pretty well since he came back to MLS. You got Brian Reynolds, who's there. Um, yeah, I mean, people had shouts for Brandon By. I don't think any of those guys, though, bring the leadership that Yedlin does. One of the few players to have been involved in um, World Cup qualifying being into this. And he's a veteran of the national team. So I, I like the choice, and this is what I think Greg will go with, as he relied on him a lot during World Cup qualifying. So after that, let's get into the center backs. I think there's one that's pretty obvious, Walker Zimmerman. I mean, he was he's in camp, uh, the MLS domestic player base camp right now. Um, he was a stalwart for the U.S. in World Cup qualifying. Didn't see that not happening. Um, the rest of these have already been leaked. I would have guessed Long. I think everybody knows Long is one of Greg's favorites. Whether or not that's deserved is a different debate, but he is one of Greg's favorites, and I, you know, it's been leaked. He was in this roster, something I would have believed. Cameron Carter-Vickers is another one that has been captaining Celtic and I think is a very useful player. Kind of came on late, wasn't really involved in World Cup qualifying, but Miles Robinson went down. Eric Palmer-Brown failed to impress Greg, even though I don't think he had bad performances. He just wasn't used a lot. So Cameron Carter-Vickers seems to have won the trip to Qatar, or Qatar, excuse me, and he deserves it. I mean, phenomenal player. He's just such a strong guy. Not the best distribution-wise, but a solid defender. Not too slow. Uh, just... Good choice to me. He's doing really well in Europa League and the Scottish Premiership. So I think he's a good choice. Lastly, this one is probably the surprise of the roster, in my opinion. Um, Tim Ream. Now, Tim Ream has been playing phenomenal for uh, Fulham in the English Premier League. And it's just shocking because he was involved early on in World Cup qualifying. But just kind of... Fell away, you know, Barrelter's excuse, doesn't like to play, uh, or he, he likes to play a high line and he doesn't really fit it. Something he also used for Brooks. But for Reem, apparently he was able to overcome it. I mean, Reem is best used in a five at the back formation as one of the three center backs. And it looks like Greg has kind of hinted at playing that against England before, so maybe this is some foreshadowing. Again, I'll get into that later when I go through what I think the rotations will be. But uh, yeah, Reem... Can't say he doesn't deserve the spot, but uh, I don't know. It, with Chris Richards being out, the quality of our center backs took a big hit, and I'm not against Dream. And if he plays over Long, I think he's better than Long. That's good, but I don't know. I feel like McKenzie fits Greg's system more, but Dream is a better player, goes up against better competition each week, and not a bad choice at all, plus brings some leadership on that back line, so... Uh, Tim Ream is most likely going to cutter. So next, uh, we'll move on to the sixth position. Um, I think these two are pretty obvious. They were six options all throughout qualifying. Um, yes, James Sands could have played there, and uh, when the U.S. would play five at the back, he would kind of go up into that six role on offense, the attack, that way try to hit some of those line-breaking balls. But, I mean, we pretty much knew these two were coming if healthy. Tyler Adams and Kellen Acosta. I'm not going to spend too much time. Acosta had a free kick goal in the MLS Cup Final. Not great. He's had good performances and bad for the U.S., but 
Overall, despite the inconsistency, I mean, there's not really a better option at the six right now, in my opinion. Um, you know, he's a master of the dark arts, can conquer calf up there with anybody. So, uh, I have no problem bringing Acosta. Honestly, I would have picked him too. Again, I'm going to get more into that later, but, you know, spoiler. Oh, well. Uh, Tyler Adams has just been phenomenal for Leeds in the Premier League. Uh, the system that Jesse Marsh runs over there, it, it just really fits him. And he's such, just a talented player, and it's really showing. Not the same with Greg. I think he's best in a double pivot where you have somebody who can help him move out the ball. So literally his job is to collect the ball and instantly spray it out, maybe to somebody who could do a little more with it. But, you know, Adams is a destroyer that we know. Hustles, plays hard, a leader of this team, could be captain. I think, in my opinion, will likely be captain for the World Cup. And so Tyler Adams is one of the sixes. So now... Kind of going to group these two together, the eights and the wingers, because a lot of these guys can play both. Um, so the guys who are definitely eights that I think Baralter will bring to Cutter. Uh, Weston McKinney's one, you know, on and off performances with Juventus over in Italy, but still one of our most quality players. Just coming off an injury, again, recovered like a robot. I don't know how he does it. Either way, um, good for West. Deserves to be at the World Cup. Could be one of our best players if he can regain form. And some confidence seems like it might be lacking over in Turin. But, you know, uh, I believe in West. Very good. Came up big for the U.S. when they need it. Got a goal in the 2-0 one against Mexico where him and Pulley stepped up. So, bring in West. Uh, Eunice Moose is another one. Again, needs to solve some stuff around the final third. And has some meh games over in Valencia. But overall, I mean, he's a phenomenal player. Top three, if not top two upside out of all the U.S. national team players right now. Just his shuttling of the ball, his ability to hit passes, go on the break and transition. He's lethal. He could just do so much with the ball. Uh, no way Moose is not coming. Um, another semi-surprise is um, Malik Tillman. Uh, been playing very well from Rangers on loan from Bayern Munich. One of Baralter's very good dual national wins and just overall phenomenal player. You could tell he has so much quality and so much potential with the ball. Not been able to put it together yet, obviously, but it's coming around and in due time, he'll be fine. Um, so glad to see him here. Young player can bring a lot, offer something different off the bench. Some of our other guys don't. Um, another eight that I think Greg will bring is Luca Della Torre. So... Luca seems like he'll be healed from his injury he got with Celta Vigo in time for the first game. Um, even if not, Luca's just been, again, uh, very good for the U.S. when called upon. Struggled a little bit to get game time at Celta Vigo, had a few injuries. But overall, I think he's a player you just cannot leave off this roster. Um, we prove how viable he is. We don't really have a midfielder as technical as him. He's not going to beat you with his pace and and uh, strength, but he could sure get by you with uh, putting some moves on you, pick out a long pass. He makes those line-breaking passes that we may need trying to break down a Welsher um, Iran defense later on in the game. So Delatore, glad that he might be healthy. It seems like from some leaks he'll probably be there, and if he is, that's a good thing for the U.S., uh, especially if he's healthy. So uh, got Luke up. And the last sort of eight player I have Greg Baralter bringing is 
Christian rolled on. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't see what he's done with this play to earn it. I'm going to be honest. Uh, he's a very good MLS player, but it's never translated over to the national team. And I guess it's all leadership, you know, Baralter seems to really like him. Almost, he described him as a player coach. Roldan says he brings eyes and vibes. So, I guess that 26 spot, if you're using the 25th, 26 on players for the locker room, veteran leadership. It's not the worst thing in the world. Not something I would have done. I think there's more quality players who deserve a chance. Maybe bring an extra center back, um, wing back, or even another winger. I don't know. Even better eights out there, but Roldan seems like he will be in the roster. Um, now moving on to the wingers, I'm not even going to say much about Pulisic and Reyna, but you already know, Christian Pulisic, Giovanni Reyna, um, I'll speak on them a bit, just cause, but, um, if you're not too familiar with the U.S. Men's National Team or international soccer, it is World Cup time, a lot of new fans coming around, um, Pulisic, you know, hasn't been getting much playing time in England, I think it's time for him to get a move from Chelsea, which hurts me to say as a fan of the Blues, but, um, yeah, his time's up, but when he has, in most of his games, he looked dangerous, he, he's still struggling with finishing, but overall, he's getting in those dangerous positions, he still has that burst that was kind of worrying that it would have left, um, after all those injuries, but if he could stay healthy and perform, I mean, Pulisic is our best player, uh, a lot of debate about that, but I think if you put Pulisic in a great position, like some of the other players who people think are our best players now, um, he, he thrives, really, like, we do not have a player who can do what he do, uh, do what he does, except for maybe Giovanni Reyna, uh, Reyna, you know, got a, for a 19-year-old, a pr pretty physically imposing frame, so technical, so smart, he's got that fire that Clint Dempsey has, he's just a competitor, and has a highest upside, in my opinion, out of any American, he's just so good, I, I just, I'm so excited to see what he does, and hopefully he can stay healthy. He's been playing for Dortmund, scored the other day um, on a penalty, and just made it look effortlessly, sent the, def the goalie the wrong way with his eyes and just passed it into the left side of the net. Um, so Reyna, I, he's he's coming to cutter. I, I think unless if a freak injury happens again, knock on wood, he's coming. Um, Brendan Aronson's the next one. You know, made that move over the summer. Two leads with Tyler Adams, and boy, has he been phenomenal. Um, he brings something that a lot of players don't with his excellent pressing and his work rate and his speed on the winger position. Definitely a guy you could help to try to force a mistake by England's back line or even their midfield or even just put some extra pressure on Iran and Wales. Uh, you know, get a turnover, try to put the ball in the back of the net. I mean, that's how he scored against Chelsea, capitalized on Mindy's mistake, dribbled past him, no look for some reason, a extra flare, put it in the back of the net. So he's a guy, um, just with his work rate, his ability, you know, not decisive enough in the final third, um, isn't the best finisher at points, but is a very, very good player, and despite his flaws, is one of the best Americans right now, and has been thriving in the Premier League and, you know, exceeded expectations for some. And I, I, I'm so happy we have a player like him who can do so much but is also very technical. So Brendan should be coming to Cutter. Um, next up from Wingers, Timo Weah. Weah 
has uh, was injured at the beginning of the year, regaining form with Leo, but he was U.S.'s best, arguably best player during World Cup qualifying, definitely the most consistent. I mean, he he knows how to unlock a defense, get to that touchline, whip a cross in, but he can also cut inside and beat the defense that way. It's like a wizard whenever he has a ball at his feet. He can do so much with it, and he's just, he's another competitor. He runs relentlessly. He's he could press hard too, so Weya should be coming. I mean, he like I said, he's been doing pretty well in the French League since coming back from injury, so um, Weya should be coming. And the last guy I want to talk about before we get into strikers is, it could be a number of people, but I think it will be Jordan Morris. Yes, I think Paul Ariola will be left off. Kind of dealing with an injury in the domestic base camp right now, and I think Morris's goal against El Salvador in the opening uh, group stage of Nations League, I, I, I think in Greg's mind, that kind of cemented his place over Ariola. Um, you know, Morris lost that explosiveness that made him so good. He, he's in the same boat as Long. Both were phenomenal. I, very good national team players. Morris, you could even say phenomenal. One of the best uh, for U.S. Before injury, both tore their ACL. Um just haven't been the same since, or excuse me, long towards Achilles, but either way, they both, you know, haven't been the same since, but Morris, you know, he can, he can be kind of an aerial threat, I mean, that was Greg's reasoning, I don't really buy into that as much, because as, the way Greg plays his wingers, they're, you know, supposed to be creating the offense, I guess on set pieces, he could be, uh, you know, a little bit of a bigger body, uh, still has got some pace, just not the explosiveness as before, and, you know, is not a bad player at all, but, I, I just, you know, I, I think Greg will take him. I think Greg really likes him. Um, you know, he can do some things that other players can't really. Um, at least in terms of strength-wise out on the wing. But uh, that's that's a debate whether that's really needed when you got the skill sets of the other guys. But Greg really likes him. And again, I think that El Salvador goal um, in the mud fest really changed Greg's mind. So... I got uh, Morris coming on the plane. Next up, last three spots, strikers. Um, I think there's five in contention still. Jordan Pifak with Union Berlin, Haji Wright over in Turkey. Uh, I'm you know I'm not even gonna name the next three because those are the three I think make it. I do not think these guys make it. Um, there's been leaks Josh Sargent will make it, and I would have predicted that. Same thing with Ferreira. Greg loves him. Pepe is the only one who may have been able to be beat out, but no, I mean, PFOC hasn't been performing like he was at the beginning of the year in the Bundesliga, so I I get it. I, I would have liked to bring him instead of a Morris. Um, maybe not a Roll Don, just because we're looking for eight depth. Now, Reyna and Aronson can play there, and even Acosta, but I digress. Um, but, you know, he could be a good late end-of-game option, but, you know, they don't want that. Wright has been killing in Turkey. He's probably not going to get a look. So him and PFOC, I don't have him making it. But coming to Cutter, uh, as I mentioned before, Josh Sargent, Ricardo Pepe, Jesus Ferreira. Uh, Ferreira, I don't think is a striker. I think he's more of a 10. I think that's pretty obvious to a lot of people who have watched him now. His skill set fits that of a 10. But Greg insists with him as a striker. So here we are. Um, you know, he does a lot of little things. He presses well. He makes good passes. He can help hold up the play. Uh, he can make those little... He makes good runs. He's just struggling with finishing. And at the World Cup, a lot of teams go a lot further than they should because they have strikers that can finish. 
So that's a little iffy, but um, Ferreira should be on the plane. I mean, Greg used him as his, basically his number one throughout World Cup qualifying, uh, even in Nations League, scored against Grenada uh, last camp. You know, he got the bulk of the minutes, so Ferreira will be on this roster most likely. Uh, there was a leak earlier, Sergeant Will, and he should. He's been killing it with Norwich City in the championship. Um, not scoring at the pace he was earlier this year, but still phenomenal. Um, yeah, so Sargent will make it. He could press. He's struggling with finishing when his confidence was low, but it's gone back up, and he's doing some nice things. He's not the perfect player, but in my opinion, he's the best we got right now. Uh, so I think Sargent should start. Whether he will or not, I don't know. But very good player. Um, again, can even be wing depth if we need him. So very good. And the last strikers, Ricardo Pepe. Pepe looked like his chances of making it on the play in the cutter. We're going down, struggling at Augsburg. Wasn't scoring. Got a lone moon to Groningen, and he took off. He, I think, had a goal contribution his first seven, eight games. Um, has been phenomenal. Even scoring against some of the best teams in the Dutch League, despite... You know, Groningen not being one of the best teams in the Eredivisie. Now, they're a lot better in terms of providing service to their striker than, say, Augsburg are in the Bundesliga. And I just don't think Pepe is a Bundesliga-ready uh, striker. But Eredivisie's found his level, found his form, has been growing. Um, I think he'll get another loan or a move away after this season. And, I mean, talk about our best finisher, our best striker, World Cup qualifying, had four goals. Um, you know, he's tall, he's quick, he's, he's been scrappy to get a lot of balls. He has a kind of wiry frame, which could be scary, even though he has put on weight since moving to Germany. Um, that was like a worry of mine, but he's fought off guys, stayed up instead of taking a penalty and slotted at home. Really worked for a lot of these goals. Again, not a bad presser either. Um, and I, I think Pepe was probably the one Greg would leave off. Maybe Josh. But I also think Pepe deserves it as he was our most consistent guy in World Cup qualifying. And in Honduras, possibly was one of the reasons Greg got his job saved. So that is a 26. I'll go through it again. Ingle, Matt Turner, Zach Steffen, Sean Johnson. Wingbacks, Serginio Dest, Jedi Robinson, DeAndre Yedlin, Joe Scally. Centerbacks, Cameron Carter-Vickers, Walker Zimmerman, Aaron Long, Tim Ream. At the sixth position, you got Tyler Adams, Kalen Acosta, Midfield, you have Weston McKinney, Eunice Musa, uh, Luca Della Torre, Christian Roldan, Malik Tillman. On the wings, Christian Pulisic, Giovanni Reina, Brendan Aronson, Timo Weah, and Jordan Morris. And last, but certainly not least, at strikers, you got Josh Sargent, Ricardo Pepe, Jesus Ferreira. So next, uh, I want to discuss how Greg will, I think Greg will rotate throughout these players in... The games, at least in the group stage. Uh, first up, Wales. I'm just going to give the goalie for um, all three games. I think it's Zach Steffen. I think he's Bear Alters, number one. I would go Matt Turner, a little more sure in stopping goals. Steffen comes out fishing every once in a while and can uh, leave the goal a little bit more vulnerable. But, you know, I don't think Steffen's bad. I think he's a little bit better with his feet at distributing than Turner. And he, Again, he's regained form with the Middlesbrough, but... I don't know. Uh, I just think that Greg will choose him. 
Um, I'm also going to just say the wing backs for both times because there will be nothing there. And at the sixth position, uh, Tyler Adams, I think, will start all three at the six. I don't think that's a question. Same with the Destin Jedi. Jedi played almost every single minute of World Cup qualifying. I don't think he played all, but almost every single minute. Um, Des has been having some issues. So we can see Scally or Yedlin. I think he's more like go Yedlin there, but I have them going all three. Um, other than that, uh, I'm just going to get on with it because I have um, changes in other ones. So first, let's hit up Wales. Um, again, at the back, have Stefan Jedi and uh, Dest. Um, center back, I think he'll go Zimmerman and CCV for this one. Uh, I really think CCV has a shot at potentially up overtaking Long for the starting position, and he should. Um, I think if he has a good camp, you know, there's a very good shot. We see CCV um, starting Zimmerman. Um, just, you know, again, Greg's number one center back right now, with especially with Richards and Robinson out for the World Cup, as Richards actually announced just five minutes ago or so. He will not be there with the U.S. at the World Cup, which I've gutted for him. Um, got it as a U.S. fan, but what can you do? At the H for this one, uh, I'm going to go Weston McKinney. Again, McKinney is kind of the guy. He offers you a lot in the final third, both in the air and on the ground. Um, workhorse, you know, works very hard. Um, and then I'm going to go Reyna. I think Greg's going to try to get somebody who's good at, you know, breaking down those lines, dribbling through creating chances, got that killer instinct in the final third, um, as I think Wales is likely to, I don't want to say likely to sit back, but they might for this one. you got to limit the counters. Reyna's got some bite to him. I like that. Need some steel in the midfield when you play the Welsh because they're a very aggressive team. Uh, um, next on the wings, I got Pulisic. I think, again, he's our best player. I think Berhalter knows that. I don't see why he doesn't start um, besides injury. Again, knock on wood. Um and then uh, I got Timo Weah. I think Weah can do a lot. He could press, try to cause a mistake on the back line. He can get down to the byline. He can hold up the ball a little bit, cut in. Just He just does a lot. Um, again, most consistent player for the U.S. World Cup qualifying. I think he gets a start. And I think Baralter starts as number one nine in Ferreira. Um, I think pressing and making those runs for Weah, Reyna, McKinney, Pulisic to send him through. Um, just got to finish or make sure he is getting into those good spots, not getting knocked off the ball. So that's what I think it will be against Wales. So up next, the U.S. has England Black Friday. Chance to be the most watched game in America in soccer history with, you know, everybody's off work Black Friday and 2 p.m. You know, the relatives have left and you're just trying to relax. Why not turn on this game? You know, it's a World Cup. Um I think he's going to go, Baralter will go away from his typical 4-3-3 um, formation, or, well, 4-3-2-1, excuse me. Um, and I think he'll play five at the back. I still got Stefan, Dest, and Jedi in there. Uh, I got Zimmerman in the middle. I think Reem and Long will be the two to uh, accompany Zimmerman on either side. Again, he just really loves Long, and Reem, again, fits best in a back five formation, so I think this would be perfect. I mentioned how it could foreshadow, um, so I think that's what he'll do here. Try to absorb some of the pressure and build out from there. Obviously, Reem um, can make some good passes out of the back. He's probably the best distributing center back on this roster. Uh, Zimmerman's gotten better from that point. Long struggles with it, but 
if Zim and Reem can, you know, cover um, enough ground, uh, and not cover enough ground, uh, spray balls out, get into Adams, move some McKinney to build up, I, I think that would be very good for this team, obviously. Um, in the midfield, I think they do a double pivot with Adams and McKinney. Uh, I, I think, you know, these guys are would are probably the best option you got for double pivot. Can see Musa coming in here. I don't think McKinney will start all three games, so I was debating which game he will be in, but I think you need that extra steal in the midfield from McKinney because McKinney and Adams together, I think, could help work the ball up as well as um, you know, disrupt anything he gets going. So I like that to clog up the midfield and stopping them from going. They will miss the shuttling abilities of Musa, but if we can hold on for a 1-1 draw on this one or something like that, um, I think that's ideal. At wing, Pulisic again, not going to talk about it much. Him scoring against England, especially for a winner, goal that matters, draw, whatever, would be nice. Aronson, a uh, very good presser. And I think they're going to need to press, try to cause mistakes by England's back line and midfield to be able to get a goal, get a win, get a draw, whatever in this game. So I think Aronson's a good choice, which also leads to my striker selection of Sargent. You know, he's a good presser. Like I said, uh, his confidence seems to be back. He's banging in goals, and we need somebody who will finish their chances. Ferreira isn't that. Pepe might be better at that, but I'll take the pressing of Sargent in this one. If we can cause a mistake by England's back line, get a goal early. I'd feel really good about our chances in this game. Um, lastly, U.S. has Iran. And I think that's a game where they're going to be coming at us. We're going to be coming at them. Um, so I'll just get into it again. Stefan, Jedi, Dest, Zimmerman in the back line. Um, I think he goes along with this one. I I was leaning CCV for a second since I had him start in the first two, but I think he really likes long, and he wants long to start two games. I just like CCV's matchup against Wales, get a little bit of a... More physical guy back there than Long. Um, might not have the speed of Long, but we might need that to contain Taremi of Iran. And, you know, Iran, Iran's got a pretty dynamic attack. So um, I think I'll go with Long there for the speed, basically. And he loves him also. Uh, Adams again at the six. I got Musa as an eight. I think we need somebody who will be able to shuttle the ball, get through that uh, Iran defense and midfield, and try to lay it off to Pulley. Or the other winger option. Again, Pulley's in this game. I have Brendan Aronson getting a start again as an 8. I think having his pressing in midfield and his energy and just kind of like the energizer buddy will be good. Could go Reyna there. Could go McKinney again. But I'll go with Aronson. Um, I just think having, again, his pressing, his ability to pass. He looked good in the midfield the one time he did. Having a couple shuttlers there will hopefully help us get some goals in the three points. Um, Pulisic, don't need to say much again. Wea. Again, very good player. Needs some magic to be created. And I think Greg goes with his third striker option of the tournament. Um, he kind of rotated that last window. Rotate a lot during World Cup qualifying. I think we need a finisher against Iran. Somebody to put it away. An aerial threat. Um, you know, he can press too. So I think Pepe gets a shot to... Might be to save the U.S. this season. Might be to go for the one. Who knows how this is going to go. The, the way these first two games go can impact it, just like the way the first game goes can impact the England game rotation. But I've got Pepe, so Stefan, Dest, Long, Zimmerman, Jedi, Adams, Musa, Aronson, Wea, Pulley, Pepe, um, who I got for the Iran game. And that's it for uh, how I think they'll rotate. 
Um, I think, you know, you, ideally you get at least four points from Iran and Wales and one from England. If not, you kind of got to get six from Iran and Wales or hope four will be enough. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see. Next, I want to just go over my roster really quick, not go in depth, just kind of give you what I would have taken to Cutter. So I'm not going to go too in depth with this, just kind of give you who I would bring and um, how it differs from Greg. Uh, in goal, um, Turner and Stefan still, I would bring Horvath. I just think bringing the third goalie because I don't think they're separated by much and letting them battle it out over camp would be a good idea. So I brought Horvath. Uh, wing backs all the same. Dest, Robinson, Scally, Yedlin. Center back. I would only bring Zimmerman, Cameron Carter, Vickers. I would bring Brooks. I think he's still our best center back right now, but obviously he doesn't get along with Greg. Um, Richards. I would bring him. I know he won't be ready for the first game, um, and I was willing to take that risk. Now it looks like he he'll be out throughout all of it. Like I made this roster before that happened. That news came out again. I was recording when it came out, but um, I would bring him. Uh, I would also bring Mark McKenzie, who's probably the more realistic option. I like McKenzie. I think he's like Miazga in that he makes a couple mistakes a game, but he's fast, he's strong, he can move the ball, good defender, not the best one-on-one, -on -one, but better than some of our other guys, and just, you know, overall, pretty good player. Um, I would bring Pulisic, Reyna, Aronson, McKinney, Musa, Adams, Wea, Sargent, Pepe, Ferreira, Acosta, Tillman, De La Torre, just like Greg. Again, I think I kind of mentioned earlier the sixth position, Adams and Acosta, was kind of uh, a lock almost. You know them. Uh, if they're healthy, they're both solid players, and Adams, the easy starter. Um, I would not bring Roldan or Morris. I would bring Pfog. I would bring four strikers. Yes, I think Pfog would be a great addition if we need to um, score on late. Obviously, like I said earlier, I took an extra defender, so I need to take off the two midfielders. So Rodon and Morris would be out for him. And just having that extra option, you could pass it in, muck it up in the box, try to win the header and, you know, get a late goal if we need to, you know, make some chaos in the box to get that goal. So, yep, that would be my 26. So I'll read it out again. Matt Turner, Zach, Stephanie, Ethan, Horvath and goal. Sergio Dest, Anthony Robinson, Joe Scally and DeAndre Yedlin at wingback, Chris Richards, John Brooks, Cameron Carter-Vickers, Walker Zimmerman, Mark McKenzie at center back, um, at the eight and at wings, Christian Pulisic, uh, Giovanni Reyna, Brennan Aronson, Weston McKinney, Eunice Musa, Tyler Adams, Timothy Weah, um, Kellen Acosta, Malik Tillman, Luca Della Torre, and at striker, Jordan Pifok, Josh Sargent, Ricardo Pepe, Jesus Ferreira. I know it was a long episode. If you stayed this long, I really appreciate you. Um, listening but yeah i hope you guys enjoyed and i will catch you guys next time thanks again for listening and peace